Welcome to Flip the Switch on Life podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Marie. I'm an embodiment life coach here to help you live an empowered and soulful life. I guide women towards self-healing to take back their power so that they can start living life by their own rules and embrace their true authenticity. This podcast is your go-to where I will be giving you all the tools and resources to start the process of self-healing, doing the deep inner work, and developing your spiritual wellness. There is so much power in embodying your true self, but we often allow fear and comfortability control our lives, keep us playing small, and settling for less than we deserve. By learning to rewire your subconscious, you will discover your truest and your highest self. You will learn how to take back control and flip the switch on your life. So thank you so much for listening. Now let's get into the episode. Welcome back to another episode on Flip the Switch on Life podcast. I'm so excited to bring this episode to you because I've been a little quiet with this idea that I'm uh, another business idea that I'm birthing into the world. And so this episode is all around that idea coming into fruition. And it's this concept of a movement of conscious entrepreneurs and leading yourself consciously as well. I'm so excited that I get to share this episode with you. It's actually a trio (laughs) um, of a great friend of mine, Joshua Maddox, and another great friend, Alexander Coronado. And we are the co-founders of Conscious Entrepreneurs of DFW. And fun fact, I've had this dream of mine to start a community of people who are on this path of healing to explore the depths of themselves and to really allow themselves to create a visionary life through their business, through a mission of like-minded, which is raising the consciousness of humanity, which is allowing our dreams and gifts to be activated and to be seen and allowing other people to tap into their potential. And so I am just in awe that this vision is coming into life this year. And so birthing this networking organization um, is just a, a dream come true. And it's one of the dreams that I have. And if I could share anything with you during this podcast, if you're an entrepreneur or not, is that you get to fulfill all of your wildest dreams and desires. And it's allowing ourselves to awaken to our gifts. And I know you out there listening have gifts and you have intuition and you have those heart whispers that are saying, I am meant for more. And I really hope that this podcast inspires you to activate, to take action on, even if it's messy, to allow yourself to think bigger than your current environment. So thank you so much for listening to our dream, to our baby that's being birthed this year. And I really hope that you enjoy the episode. And if you're in Dallas or DFW area, you can join this movement. Um, I'm going to attach the Facebook link in the show notes. And even if you're not in Texas, there are so many other opportunities to expand a community of like-minded people in your area. 
And our hopes and our dreams are to actually expand this specific group and create other chapters in different states. So this is just the beginning of a movement. So let's dive right into the episode. <laughs> our first three-way. <laughs> our first three, three-person podcast, to be more specific. Uh, we're doing a, a double podcast, actually. So yeah, this will be, this conversation will be premiering on the Mad Awakening podcast, as well as Jessica's podcast. Flip the switch on life. Flip the switch on life. Yeah. Now, I have been a guest on Jessica's podcast before, and Jessica has been a guest on my podcast, as well as Alexander has been a guest on my podcast, and I know... Both of your episodes were very well received and people were very just, um, they enjoyed your conversations and they enjoyed hearing more about you and what you're all about. Um, but maybe we just go around and do just some quick introductions to get us all settled in. Mm. So I'll start. My name is Joshua Maddox. I am a lifestyle designer and a men's wellness coach, which is something I'm moving into myself. Super exciting for me. Very passionate about it. And yeah, obviously a podcaster as well. Like trying to get comfortable here. <laughs> um, <clears throat> hi, I'm Jessica Murray. Um, <sighs> What do I do? I guide others to find more fulfillment in their hearts and allow them to extract and activate their purpose, their intention, and their fulfillment. Um, I love to hold space um, and I do a little bit of breath work. I'm also a podcaster. Um, I coach, I lead retreats, um, and I'm stepping deeper into my spiritual gifts. So that's something I'm also owning is my inner healer. Mm. So yeah, Beautiful. I'm excited to be here Beautiful. and share this conversation with all of you. Yeah. I'm Alexander Coronado. I am DFW's local sound healer, Reiki master, End of life doula and horse whisper and geomancy expert. Geomancy expert. <laughs> and um, I'm just a spiritual being having a human experience. And I'm here to share my experience, my knowledge my interpretation of the universe with the earth and the beings that live on it. Mm. Mm. Awesome. I love it. And getting into the topic of this conversation, we all have another role that we are stepping into. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. <laughs> and... Yeah, so we are starting a conscious entrepreneurship community. Yeah. 
And this was really something that was spearheaded by Jessica. And she took the, um, the first step, sort of putting it out there and creating the space. And then she brought on Alexander and then you both brought on me to help birth this new endeavor, this new project, this new way. So maybe Jessica, if you kind of want to start with like, why, why did you want or feel called to, to step into this role and start to, to build this? Hmm. Hmm. I think my own experiences led, I guess, selfishly led to this space of wanting this sort of community. Um, ever since I started my entrepreneurial journey back in 2019, um, I felt there was something so powerful about community. And <clears throat> when I would join coaching programs, um, I always like looked for, okay, like where, like, where does it say on the description that there's a community, a part of this. So I've always been a community driven person, you know, and I think in the beginning of my early entrepreneurial years, it was always like, I needed somebody else to like help nudge me and do the things. And I think we can all say for community, it's such a space for us to really do things together and collaboratively. And I think that in community too, like people can also see your blind spots and also help push you forward. And just in a community, it's like you just, I think you can make more impact in community. And so um, I kind of had that thought processing as I was um, being an entrepreneur. And I was like, yeah, I want more of a community vibe. And I want to be around other people that are like-minded, that are doing the same things that help can push and 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 push me forward. And I can push them forward and all of those um, impacting feelings and sensations. And so what happened was that in um, 2021, the mentor I was working with at the time, he had a huge retreat and it was with everybody in the coaching group. And so to get together for nine days, so powerful to the point where I saw the quantum leaps in my business within a month. And so of course, even being, and that was my first time at the time to be around like those really high vibrational beings that are doing the same things I'm doing and have a similar mission and a vision. And so to be in that really like high vibrational state for nine full days, it was like something I've never felt before and ever experienced. And so from there, I was like, I need this. Like I need this all the time around me because can you imagine being in that state of being manifesting and being around that high vibrational experience and people and activities, you're going to get a lot of shit done. And you're going to really propel yourself forward for success. So that was my first like dopamine hit of like being in a community like that. And so when I moved to Dallas around that same time, I was like, I need this. I want to create this. But nothing ever really came into fruition. It was just kind of like on my my thought. And then last year um, in July, <clears throat> I ripped this out of my journal. Um, but in July, I wrote down like I'm creating a conscious community. Like I want that cultivation and coming from Los Angeles, seeing that all the time, mm. it wasn't really here in Dallas. And I was like, you know what, instead of me thinking that Dallas isn't maybe my thing or like these aren't my people, I was like, no, the people are here are amazing, but maybe there's an opportunity 
And so that's when I started to shift that perspective and saying like, oh, maybe this isn't the spot to how about I create it to be the spot because there's amazing human beings, hence why we're all collaborating here and we've collaborated in the, in the past um, for us to do something like this. And so that was my initial thought. And then Alexander and I, we collaborated a couple times. Um, and it was really magical. And, you know, we both said we really want to do something together sometime down the road. And then when I mentioned this idea, he's done a mastermind before with a friend of his. Um, but he's like, I want to do something that's like paid and something that's like really like liquid gold. And I was mm. like, fuck yeah. Yeah. And so when I brought up the idea, he was like on board hundred percent. Cause at first I will say at first I was like, I'm going to head this up. And I was like, but why? Why do I have to be the only person to head something like this up? And I was like, you know what, ego, sit down. <laughs> and I was like, no, I want, I want, I want partners. I want business partners that have the same vision. And Joshua, that's when you came to mind too. That you know, you're very, you're very adamant, and you have a big vision for yourself and your life. And I was like, these are the two humans that I feel can really help bring this into fruition and like share it with me and co-create together. Um, and so when I, when I mentioned that to Alexander, we were like, Joshua. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of how it birthed. And then, yeah, that one day I was just sitting there. I don't know what, I don't know what was going on at the moment, but I was just like, I'm starting this Facebook group right now. And I made the group. And then I think I invited both of you like first off. And then, um, I think you reached out to me. You're like, you made that group. Okay. Like let's get together. And then I think you mentioned something about it. And then that's just, here we are now. I like actually doing the thing. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. And then Alexander, like what was your experience too? And just as you've built this business of yours, um, over the past couple of years and, um, just your love for the DFW and this community here and just wanting to step into a, a new role, like, um, what was your perspective, um, when Jessica uh, brought you on i was i was really excited because like jessica had mentioned i had tried this out years ago in 2019 initially it's what i got my foot in the door into holding space for the public mm -hmm. it was a mastermind meeting um, meetings that we did me and andrew keanu and um, it got to a point where I was like, okay, I'm, I'm doing this by myself. And then it molded into mystic Reiki healings and then into group sessions and then doing stuff out of my home. But it all initially started with holding space with other like-minded beings who want to move forward in life in business, in spirituality, in consciousness, and working with my my business with horses and also with my spiritual practices, energy work and sound healing, it's really opened my eyes in ways I never thought I would, <laughs> with especially with social media and the Eventbrite and all the gadgets and buttons and options. And, and I never thought I would see myself doing it, but for the results that I get, the people that I reach, the people that I'm helping, 
I mean, it's, it's all totally worth it. But now, you know, I see, I see my community and I see a lot of room for growth, especially in the business aspect of it. And then there's a lot of people who have that growth in business, but are becoming more conscious and more aware of it now, uh, of how they're maneuvering through the world. So now I think it's just divine timing that this, this group, this space that we hold for the DFW just manifests into a, a, a place where other driven people who have the drive, who have the ideas, who have the energy to move in this direction um, of, I don't want to say just business, but community and consciousness and wanting to serve something consciously. And I'm, I'm just all about that because I, I feel like we're, we're creating a web, like a web of light. (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. With a golden thread. Yeah. And for me, I've been, you know, you talk about divine timing. Like I've been calling something like this in for a really, really long time. I feel like I've kind of been hunkered down in my own space, trying to do, trying to enact my vision for a very long time. And it's been like kind of trudging through mud at times. And, um, I know for me being a hermit, you know, just most of my life, the, and stepping into community, you know, over the past two or three years now has like you were saying, Jessica, I mean, it has totally, um, exponentially, um, affected my growth and, you know, in community, I look at it, well, I look at the world really as, you know, a reflection of me, right? Every single person and experience is a reflection of, of, of me and my state. And so when I get in community, I have more opportunities for, for mirrors in my life. And I can, I can see how I'm being received. I can see where my strengths are that maybe I hadn't seen on my own before. You know, when, when, if I talk about men's wellness coaching, for instance, I'm, I'm stepping into that and I feel confident about that because enough people were coming up to me unsolicited asking me for advice on things surrounding that, you know, um, asking me how I did certain things and made certain transformations in my life, asking for personal coaching when I hadn't even advertised it yet at all. And I wouldn't have felt the, the real urge or need to do that if I didn't have those times in community, you know, and, and, um, you know, thinking we're ready or what does that mean? Or I never feel ready. Well, you're ready because the opportunity has been presented to you, you know? Um, and so for me, it's just, yeah, just the power of community and the, the, 
really focusing on the conscious aspect, right? What is, what does it mean to you both? Because there's a lot of buzzwords that are going around, you know, especially now. We have like the soulpreneur, the heart-centered entrepreneur, these terms, right? So the name of our organization that we are cultivating, that we're birthing, is called Conscious Entrepreneurs of DFW. And so what does it actually mean to you both when you hear that term conscious entrepreneur? What comes up for you, Jessica? Mm. Well, one, I want to say thank you for sharing all of that and um, just your experiences to get to this place of desiring and being available for something like this. Um, I think it's really magical to have both of you on mm. this um, endeavor together. And conscious entrepreneurs, to me, it's being consciously aware of yourself um, and what you are supporting people with um, or whatever you're producing has to be in a space of integrity. So integrity is really big for me too. And I think about conscious entrepreneur. Um, I think of conscious leadership too. And like really just being like your own inner advocate. Um, something that I was told, which, you know, I think like, especially as like service providers, we always like, we always say clients first, make sure the client's happy. And, you know, you always put the people first. What do they want? And it's like, yeah, and what do I want? Mm -hmm. And also what I heard um, was like, it's not about them, it's about you. Um, my energy healer actually said that to me uh, one of my one of our last sessions a couple months ago. And it struck me for some reason because I was like, we always think it's about other people. We always think that it's always about them and what and the, the medicine we're providing them to make them better right? To an extent, right? Because I think as service providers, that is our, like what we want to serve other people, service provider. Um, but I think when you talk about a conscious entrepreneur, it's really about yourself. Because if you aren't doing the inner work and doing the healing and doing the evolution within your own individuality, in your own soul, then how can you serve from a place of integrity? Mm. And so for me, conscious entrepreneur really means that you're doing your own inner work to step into your most authentic and integral, if that's a word, leadership and able to serve your medicine that way because that is going to ripple to other people. Mm. I love that. For me, and I think I mentioned this last night during a little gathering, but consciousness in itself feels to me like melting your awareness into your space into your surroundings into the people that you choose to surround yourself with into your environment uh, and being aware of of anything and everything the energy the feelings the material, the substances, and the I feel that the conscious entrepreneur 
for me is somebody who is been doing business or starting a business, but are aware of the space that they're holding, the product that they're selling, the people that they are servicing. They're aware of the effects that they're having on their environment and the spaces that they inhabit and how all that affects the community, the city, but more importantly, the world, the earth. The conscious entrepreneur for me is somebody who is aware of the change that they're bringing into this world. That they are the change that they want to see. Mm. Things need to change. Things are changing. For myself, I want to be at the head of that change. And I want to be leading it with other beings who want to be the head of that change, who have the drive, who have the courage, who have the momentum. And even then, just the energy, just the ideas alone are enough. And the heart, and the heart is enough to just, yeah, they're tired. I'm tired. I'm tired of seeing the way things have been. And I know they don't need to continue that way. But what we do need is enough like-minded beings standing together, connected, communicating, understanding each other, aware of each other to be that, that change, to be that energy, to be that wave to be that spear coming into these old ways of thinking, these old traditions, and breaking that shit up. Mm -hmm. If I, I wanted to add something to that is when you said like being a part of that movement, I want to be at the forefront of that movement. And I think that's something to really, really witness is because I think that, and something I also want to share too is like business is personal. Mm. <laughs> it's so fucking personal yeah. um i hope i can cuss on this yeah podcast. okay i'm <laughs> like as i'm doing um and i think that's something to witness because i think i've realized and i think as a conscious entrepreneur too you're recognizing like you are a reflection of your business mm. and your inner world is your outer world and so when we talk about like making money when we talk about you know changing the planet being the change that you seek you have to be that catalyzer to make the change and so when we're talking about like being ahead of that movement I still think that we're still in these like older times where I think businesses even corporate um, corporations are still kind of operating in an old way of thinking I think the pandemic really shook everything up though to really see like how we can operate in a different way and also have work-life balance um, and so 
I think for us, like we're ahead of the, we're, we're, we're a part of this big movement. Cause I think that there are some really incredible coaches and entrepreneurs that are really teaching this stuff that like you are your own business and like you have to do the inside work in order to produce what you want outside. It's not just, you can't compartmentalize anymore. And so that's something I wanted to add was that, you know, we are a part of this movement and like, it's really, it's really powerful to see, even though like overall, I think a high level, there are businesses operating in that old way of doing business. But I now think that coaches and, and personal brands are starting to see that the inside work is just as important, if not more important than like strategy. And I think it's really cool that we're actually bringing those topics into this organization of like, you are your business. Hmm. Everything is interwoven. You can't compartmentalize anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Man, you all, you all hit the nail on the head. I'm not sure what else I can add from my perspective. I mean, um, yeah, like, like you were saying, this is a, what we're creating here is a special group of really driven, motivated people. And especially when you get into some of these, I don't know, esoteric ways of thinking or these sorts of topics, you know, spirituality, there can be a lot, and there is just in general, just so much um, negative energy or stress around money. So much about money is misunderstood is um just treated with a lot of of old stories and disdain generational and ancestral um stories you know i know for me you know growing up with a family living paycheck to paycheck that has a completely you you have a completely different perspective on money than someone who is is born into an affluent family, right? And they have a different perspective on money. And I just think it's so important, and it, it's obviously bigger than money, right, what we're talking about, but I do think money is just a huge aspect that, you know, I want to bring consciousness to, right? Treating money as the energy exchange that it is, um, the, the, the frequency and the vibration of money. What does money represent? Um, and too often, and I know for myself, I hold myself back. I don't think big enough. Mm. You know, I, I'll, I'll catch myself more and more often, a lot quicker, the more that I do this inner work, but it's like, you know, Jessica, you hit the nail on the head when you're, when you're like, there is no separation from your business and your personal life. Mm -hmm. Your business is a reflection of how you view yourself, you know, and we're not just talking to coaches and social media people on social media and stuff. I mean, this carries over whether you're in construction, whether you're an architect, whether you're an accountant whatever it is that you're doing when you're stepping into entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship to me is a, it's its own ceremony. Mm. 
you know, where you're diving, it will kind of like a, a sacred relationship or being in relationship. You're going to, you're going to know real fast where your shadows are Mm -hmm. and what's holding you back. You know, (laughs) yeah, you're going to, you're going to find out real quick. Mm. And most people, when they don't see success right away, or they haven't done that inner work, it's like, oh, entrepreneurship's not for me. I'm going to go back to the, the pre-organized sort of lifestyle. Mm. Mm -hmm. You know, when entrepreneurship's the ultimate, you know, um, uh, sort of ceremony for yourself to realize your potential. You know, to connect deeper with your purpose, your dharma. Mm. What are what are your unique skills, experiences, abilities? Why are you here? You know, I, there's this quote from uh, Carl Sagan. I don't know if you guys know who Carl Sagan is. He's this like older astronomer guy. And I used to, in high school, I used to watch some of his old 1970s sorts of documentaries on the universe, right? And uh, there was one, there was one uh, documentary where he started, and he and he was like, uh, he's a kooky guy, but it, you know, he's, sh- he's showing like a picture of the universe, and he was like, in order to create the perfect apple pie, you must first create the universe. Mm. You know, and it sounds so like what what. Apple pie, you know, but what, but it really gets to like, you know, and it is important to ask yourself, you may be thinking, oh, I just want to start this little business and stuff, but asking yourself the most existential questions, who am I? Why am I here? What am I here to do? And why am I here? Or how am I here to do that? You need to set the soil. Right? You need your soil to be fertile if you want to grow that tree from that acorn. You know? What are your what are you y'all's thoughts that come up as I sort of pontificate on those things? <laughs> what comes up for me is like this face of like everyone has purpose. Um I've been told by one of my mentors at the time she's like, Not everyone has a purpose and I was like, mm, I beg to differ. I think everyone has a purpose. It's just, are you ready to activate it? Are you desiring to turn it on? Everyone has potential. Everyone has purpose. I do think there are people in this world that serve a specific purpose. Um, But when we talk about specifically consciousness, expanding the planet, awakening, spirituality, purpose, passion, all of that, I think everyone actually has a little bit of that within them. Um, I think... Obviously, as we see some really big role models in our life that have already activated that, which I think they needed to because they trigger us, right? Um, but yeah, that that's my that's my thought coming up is that everyone has a purpose, and um, it's really powerful to see that play out. And I think a lot of people as well, Joshua, what you shared about um, a lot of people like try one thing and like, oh, it's not for me. And, you know, I can speak for myself. I've failed a lot in my business. I failed a lot. But when I found my purpose of serving other people, and it first started in fitness, right? And then it went into more of this like umbrella of life coaching and and healing and all of that. Uh, But when I first found that purpose of like, I want to help you be the best you, 
it was like, this is my dharma. Like this, I didn't know that word at the time, but I was like, this is my soul saying, wake up, yes, this is an avenue and a path there. Um, and so to hear to hear that people, you know, enter at a place of like, I don't know if this is for me, it's something to get curious about within yourself and ask yourself, okay, it didn't work out this way, but can it work out in a different way? And are you really, if, if, and also at the same time, maybe there is something sparking within you that you want to start your own thing, but maybe the thing that you're doing isn't alive within you because if it was, you would never give up. And I think I can speak for all of us that are entrepreneurs for, you know, in, in being of service to other people, it's like, this is, this is your path. Like there's no other way. I too believe we all have a purpose. What that purpose is, is unique to each individual on the planet. But I believe in order for us to truly step into our power, our energy, our spirit, our dharma, we need to understand who we are and what is it that our heart wants what does it need what does it crave but until we know who we are we're, i think we're misled mm. misguided we think we know what we are i thought i thought i knew what i wanted in my 20s yeah and i chased after it a lot. <laughs> I thought I did. Mm -hmm. But I was just a dog chasing its tail. Mm. That's all I was. Until I, I figured out, well, until I actually started doing the inner work on myself is when I discovered who I was. I'm curious, what was like the first thing for you that like woke you up? Whoa. That woke me up? You said as soon as I started doing the inner work, things changed. So like, what was that thing that changed? Oh, man. Oh. Can you point to like one thing? Okay, one thing that was huge, that was very, very big, very significant for me, and it really affected me generationally, truthfully, was ecstatic dance. Oh. <laughs> yeah. oh man ecstatic dance ecstatic yeah. dance wow. helped me break through stories I was telling myself as a Latin man on what dancing should be what it is what's the right way what's the wrong way maintaining my machismo and all that bullshit and what a man should look like, what he should act like, like, fuck that shit. Mm -hmm. Ecstatic dance helped me open doors. I was curious about opening, but didn't have the balls to do it. Mm -hmm. And finally, within that space and seeing how others were with themselves in a space full of, for me, which was strangers was incredibly powerful and in that 
time in that space, you know, I realized like, why do I have to hide what I feel? Why do I have to act a certain way in society with my family, with the guys, with the girl? Why do I have to put on this facade of what society told me I needed to be? And I gathered that from ecstatic dance. Amazing. <laughs> like, 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 fuck all the judgments. Fuck what people think. Move from your heart. Move from your spirit. What does that look like for me? Mm. And I think that's also something to witness too. Is like why we're all coming together and like creating this organization is because we're not thinking like society and we all are rule breakers <laughs> i could think i could say that mm-hmm. um society breakers and like just living in an unconventional life and truthfully unconventional just means like not living a traditional lifestyle of like going to college working nine to five getting married having kids and being like that's the american dream right and like the white picket fence with two dogs right and two and a half kids two and a half kids yeah 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 Um, and so that's not to say like, that's bad. It's just that we are the rebels, I think. And I think when you talk about conscious leadership and conscious entrepreneurs, like we're still in that era of being identified as like rebels or like, that's not the right way. Well, what is the right way? I think we're, we're in this beautiful movement and era right now where we're really like disrupting all of the stigmas and I think it's really powerful and sometimes it's very confronting and judgmental. Um, I think being an entrepreneur is still a part of that stigma that we have to disrupt and recreate and build and, and redefine. Um, yeah, that just came up that I had to share. Yeah. Well, the, the other thing too is for me, like I, I knew that I was different all my life and I saw things a different way and I felt a different way, but I didn't have the people around me to support that. Yeah. So I always felt like, uh, I just need to push that down or whatever. This is just not the way life works. I'm a weirdo. I'm crazy. So I would try this American dream Mm. lifestyle. Okay. I went to the college. I became indebted. I went to a good college. I, you know, I did the things, right? I wanted to get a house and have the white picket fence. And I saw other people doing that successfully. And what happened for me was I just, you, you all have that inner knowing, right? There's just like, something's not right here. Something doesn't feel right. And for me, whenever I tried to move forward in this white picket fence, American dream, there was always something that came into my path to to take me out of my path. Mm. Always some sort of catalyze, catalyzing moment or situation that, that, you know, made me drift away from that path or kicked me out. And so then I would think, well, am I just an idiot? Or, you know, am I just, what's wrong with me? You know, it seems to be working for all these other people. Why isn't it working for me? And, um, And so, yeah, that's the other thing about community. So I've always known in the back of my mind, my child self always knew that I was destined to be an entrepreneur. I was destined to create my own business, my own way, forge my own path. I was never meant to follow the paved path. I had to get my hatchet out and start hacking away. 
and, and start to create something new, something different, something unique to me. And that's scary. But again, coming back to community, when you start to be around people who are like, oh yeah, me too, man. Me too. You feel that way? Me too. I mean, that in of itself is such a, I mean, a life-changing transformational moment to realize you aren't crazy. To realize that, oh, your dreams are definitely possible and there's other people uh, that have similar dreams and similar aspirations that are doing it. That may be one step ahead of you, that may be one step behind you, that you can help support. And you get together in community and it, like I said, it just exponentially increases everyone's uh, growth and power, you know, and... And so that's really what, what we're wanting to cultivate here with this community, this conscious entrepreneurs community that we want to build, you know, because we, we are selfish in some way. We do want this to help our own personal life and careers because we know it will. But we're also co-creating an experience where we're empowering other people to, to follow along this path that we're creating. You know, the, the white picket fence American dream, in my mind, isn't even sustainable anymore. Most people can't even achieve it anymore. Our society and these pillars and structures in our society that have been there for so long are crumpling before our eyes. You know, the safe way, the safe path, the safe job isn't safe anymore. Mm. So what are you going to do about it? Are you just going to be scared and, and, not, and not go into the unknown because this is what's comfortable and familiar to you? Or do you want to take radical responsibility for your life, you know, and step into your power and create your own destiny instead of hoping that this other path works out for you and that there's still money in social security when your time comes. <laughs> there's no money in social security. You know, <laughs> or, you know, cashing out your 401k and yeah. hopefully in the 40 years that you've worked at a job that you actually hate, hopefully when you stop and you retire, all those feelings and emotions and stuff that have been brewing within you for so long, don't, don't, you know, um, turn into some disease in your life and you can enjoy at least 10 years of retirement because that's what the American dream is about. Work your butt off. Don't complain. Shut up. Be a good little, you know, uh, employee in the factory, you know, clock in, clock out 40 years later, then you get a little taste of what freedom is. Mm, fuck. I want freedom now. Yeah. But society will not give that to me. I have to create my own freedom mm, mm -hmm. for myself. And, 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 and right now, that seems to be the an essential thing to do in this ever-changing society. We don't know. Heck, you know, it's been three years into the craziness. We don't know what next year is going to look like. We have no idea. So how can we prepare ourselves how can we create that safety and sustainability and, and prosperity and abundance ourselves without relying on these broken or breaking systems and structures? Mm. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm like, 
damn, like, oof. Like I was just visualizing like that life and I'm just feeling like really, con- like really contracted in my body right now. Um, and I, you know, truthfully, like part of me is like, makes me think of my mom, you know, and she's part of the baby boomer generation and, you know, she's been retired for like six years, I think now. And oh my gosh, love her. Love you, mom. If you're listening to this, um, highly doubt you will, but you know, she just like sits around all day. Cause she's like, I've worked my ass off since I've been 16. I'm 72. I want to relax. I deserve it. And coming back to disease, you know, dis-ease, you know, she has some back problems she developed by becoming atrophy, you know, after her, um, her time and she worked hard. She deserved it. She was someone in her, um, family where, you know, she was the only person that went to college. She paid for her own self and all of that. Such a hard worker, like really where I get my, you know, uh, my work ethic from. Um, however, yeah, it's like, you know, I don't want that life for me, you know? And I think again, coming back to like these rule breakers, these rebels that we're all in part of this movement with and helping to wake up the collective to say, Hey, you have a choice now. It's not this way. And this is the only way. And I think Joshua, what you're sharing too, is like, you have a choice for yourself. It doesn't have to be this like cookie cutter way that society's created for you. Like, so there's some people that don't even go to college and that are millionaires. And it's just like, you know, Lori Harder, for example, I, I'm an avid follower on her podcast, on her Instagram. She didn't even finish high school and she's a multimillionaire preaching this stuff. And I'm like, hell yes. Like, let's normalize that. Um, not like, you know, how much you should go to school or not, but just advocating like it's okay to be different and it's okay to find your own path. And I think it's still challenging. And I think I'm, and I mean, I'll speak for myself. Like there's still things like I'm working through in the normal societal way of being and like relationships and my own self and my identity, all these different things that it's like all of these layers that we have to move through. But like, I'm devoted to, finding my own definition. And in the beginning of this podcast, Joshua, you did share how, excuse me, how, you know, your business is yourself, right? It's your authenticity. And the more you can find and express your authenticity, the more that you're going to be able to create the life of your dreams and give yourself the permission to. And I think that's a big one too, is the permission that we don't give ourselves and that we see other people. And why we're creating this organization is to give other people the effing permission to just live the way that you want to live. Not thinking you're crazy, not thinking you're wrong, not thinking that people are going to shame you or judge you. Well, they will probably. Um, but just really feeling like, and I don't know about either of you when you started your entrepreneurial journey, but just feeling very like con- like constricted at first of like, I want this, but am I wrong for wanting this? Totally. It's taken me so long. It's taken me so long to just have the courage to talk about the things that I want to talk about, even though they're profoundly, I, I'm, I'm approaching it from like a helpful place. I'm not just ranting. There's value behind what I have to say, but just focusing what is this family member going to think? You know, who's, what are my friends who have known me since high school and when I was a completely different person? What are they going to think? It's like, you're going to let 
that hold you back from a life of of prosperity and abundance? And I'm not saying that as like, I'm saying it because it's so silly, because I do that. I did that for so long. I I muted my voice because I had certain experiences in my childhood and my life when I stepped into my power and, and used my voice, I got stifled or I got ousted from the tribe. You know, and so that had a profound effect on my life, and I didn't even realize it until I started doing the inner work and realizing where these beliefs come from, why I haven't given my given myself permission, why I've been holding myself back for so long. And this is, you know, something I want to get to with you, Alexander. When we talk about conscious entrepreneurs, this is, you know, for me, and what separates it from just like, a networking community or just a mastermind, right? And yes, it is those things. It is a networking community of like-minded, motivated people. It is a mastermind. We can all go to uh, come together and really, um, you know, share our wisdom and experience. But we're also approaching it from the consciousness lens, Right, We're looking at the world from an energetic perspective, from frequency and vibration. And for me, approaching these typical business topics like branding and, and growth and scaling and all these things, approaching it from an energetic perspective, we're we're actually creating this on the inside first. We're doing the inner work first to become that person first before seeing it reflected in your physical reality experience, you know, and really, really taking seriously the, the game, so many people don't even realize what the game of this human experience is. And the fact that we are here to, to be, um, to, to learn how to manipulate energy. We are conscious creators, creatrixes, you know. And, and learning the rules of the game. Now that you realize there's a game, now let's learn the rules. And learn the power of imagination and visualization and why it's so important. You know, and realizing that's why schools taught us out of our imagining. Mm. Right? That schools are designed to make you good factory workers. Mm. You know? It's the imagination is the tool, is the power. And then from there... You know, on on now we bring it down down to the physical. How does that imagination? How does that vision make us feel? And that's how we create that create that attachment from from the mind to the body. Now that we feel that visualization, that imagination, now we do something about it. Now we take action in alignment with those feelings and with that vision. That's the game, folks. Right. And so, so many of us, we have, for me, I'm speaking like all the mud in the way, all the trauma, all the situations, it keeps us from, from playing the game effectively. Right. So that's what comes up for me when, um, you know, when talking about consciousness and how to approach it in business, like what, what comes up for you? 
Hmm. What comes up for me? Unfortunately, is that the society that we grow up in today and the same society that our parents and our parents' parents have been growing up in is designed to make us sheeple, people that are sheep, that are consumers, that are a product. Our whole system, our school, our work, uh, educate, everything, everything is designed to keep us at a very low level. Lack of, imag no imaginations, do this, do, th do that, go left, go right, go to school, work your entire life for nothing or for a little bit of something, or for whatever. Do your career that you hate. Do that job you don't want to do. It's all designed to me to keep us at a certain place. That, that yes, that doesn't really truly serve us. Mm. That doesn't truly serve the world. That doesn't truly serve the people. So for me... Being a conscious entrepreneur, it's about viewing the big, bigger picture. And just the way I work personally, the way my mind works, it's an even bigger picture. And I can't, I can't view it any other way. Um, but one of my favorite quotes is, and I'm going to butcher it, but it's like you you're only incredibly wise when you plant a tree knowing that you're not going to sit in the shade of that tree mm. or eat the fruit that come from that tree so everything that i do within this world i'm i'm probably won't be able to reap the benefits of it but I want my kids or my kids' kids or the future of the world to understand and to see the, the things that we did today ideally created that shade, that fruit for them to sit under and to enjoy freely, uncontaminated, and not playing paying crazy prices for an orange <laughs> you know it's it's like ideally the work that i'm implementing today is just ideally supposed to benefit the earth and the beings that live on it in the future mm -hmm. uh, there's only so much i feel like i can do but even then i'm i feel like i'm overly optimistic i'd rather shoot for the stars so that even if i miss I land on the moon. Like, I I want to have big dreams that I probably can't reach, but I don't think that way. I just think this is what I'm shooting for. This is what I want to create. This is the heaven I want to produce here on earth. And that really, for me, involves being in harmony with the earth, with the elements, with our neighbors, 
even if we don't like them. Mm. <laughs> I, I didn't say keep the peace. I said be in harmony. Mm. <laughs> so, um, like we spoke a little bit last night, it's like, Living in peace means there is no conflict. Mm. But unfortunately, this world is full of fucking conflict. And to me, a lot of it has to do with the people who want to maintain the system that we have. Mm. Yeah. Which is, which for me, I'm all about breaking that fucking shit. Mm. I'm, it might get us red flagged or something, but I'm ready for a mutiny. I'm ready for things to fucking change yesterday, not tomorrow, not next week, not next year, last year. And I think it's like we're at that place where we are doing that change work. Yes. To create that ripple. And I think with this organization that we're creating and our own individual businesses and the people that we're serving already, we're seeing ripples. Mm -hmm. And... Yeah, I feel like we're just, it's still like a new movement, but we are ahead of it and we're a part of it. And it's just really amazing to witness that. But I, I hear you. Yeah, seeing we want change now. And I think it's like that, finding that harmony, what you shared on getting to a place where you know what society is, you know the matrix, you know where you're playing and also you know what your heart wants, what you desire, what you are trying to cultivate within um, and make those ripples, make those waves like you shared. Yeah. Going back to one of the things that really sparked my awakening was that I used to be very, very involved with politics, like deeply, deeply embedded. I was an elected delegate of my district. Oh, Okay, that's the type of stuff. Going to like national convention type of stuff. Okay, didn't you know. know that. Yeah, 20, 2015, 2016, I was still doing that. And then that's when I had firsthand accounts and witnessed what actually goes on. Mm. And witnessed that the people I thought were on my side do unforgivable, like unbelievable things. Mm. You know, we, you know, you, you hear the stories about back rooms, smoky back rooms and wheelings and dealings. Oh, that stuff is there. And that stuff goes on. And I had my identity so wrapped up in how I view politics, mm. how I viewed the government, right? That was my identity. And the people around me had that similar identity. And when I saw that, that reality break from me, when I saw things like being locked out of, of, of voting um, uh, uh, periods, when I saw being given the wrong directions on purpose to events, when I saw, uh, you know, like boxes of, of votes being thrown in the trash can, you know, I can't make this stuff up. Mm. You know what I mean? And so from that, that started a whole unraveling of what is my reality? What do I actually believe? Because it was all this house of cards mm -hmm. that was tied into this this identity with politics. And so for me, I have a obviously a much different view now because I let, I allowed myself to die. Mm. I allowed myself to, I don't know what I believe anymore. I don't believe in anything. I'm going to start right there. Mm. 
And then I started to slowly build on what is my truth based on how something makes me feel and not how many people believe something. Mm-hmm. Right. Wow. How does this, you know, how, what you're sharing with me, how does that make my body feel and realizing that my body is its own unique intelligence. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so from that, I'm, I'm getting back to our, our discussion here that leads me to, so many people right now are, are still have that viewpoint of if I just vote this one person into office, my whole life is going to be better. My whole life is going to change, right? On a federal level, right? But for me, in my in experience, in my transformation, it's profoundly more impactful to make... Um, changes and develop your own community like we're doing on a local level and not only that but your dollar says more about your future and what you're voting for than a ballot yes you know what i mean yes so how are you spending your money and what are you spending your money on and what is that contributing to yes one hundred and thousand million percent. <laughs> I don't believe in voting certain people into office. That whole that whole fucking circus is a is a card card castle. There's a hidden agenda behind the castle of cards. It's, it's literally we're living in the house of cards. We we are. <laughs> so, and I'm a huge fucking advocate in the fact that I vote with my dollar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what I believe in, what I spend my money on. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go to the I'm not going to go to Walmart and buy Walmart meat. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Because I know where it's come from. I know how it's made. I'm not going to eat I'm going to do my best not to do, eat American corn. I'm not going to eat Monsanto shit. I'm not. I'm going to do everything I can not to spend my dollar on any of their product, which is actually very difficult because they monopolized everything. Mm-hmm. They own so much shit in so many ways, like this BlackRock company and other companies that own pretty much everything from the tv to the canola oil to the fucking high fructose corn syrup they own everything to the chairs it's <laughs> fucking it's a joke yeah. it's a fucking joke yeah and we're all in this fucking game that we're doing our best to win the rat race but the fact that we even try our best to win the rat race is the race that they want us to play is the game that they want us to be in is the maze that they want us looking for that cheese it's a fucking joke well, they want they want control they it's, do it's all about control. they do they want control and they want division and i think that's you know and i think that is truly why it's so imperative that we are advocating for making your own decisions um and i think I can speak for all of us that like, that's what this is like what we're speaking towards, right. Is like creating your own rules, your own guidelines, your own, like what's a yes for you. What's a no for you. 
besides all these like daily influences that we get and these like unconscious influences like we we take in two million bits of information but we only digest 126 bits we distort and we delete right and sometimes our deep unconscious programming like we've all been under whether that's and no and been under through the way that we've grown up and also society the government all of that feeding into us unconsciously all the time you know so it's really hard to kind of go against the grain and when you finally wake up that's why we that's why we keep referencing in this podcast like getting out of the matrix getting out of this like box of rules and how you have to play and what's wrong and what's right and the american dream right and it's like now that you're starting to think for yourself more often, you start to wake up and you're like, holy shit. <laughs> Whoa, I've been conditioned. I've been programmed. And now what do I want to do? And I think starting to think for yourself is the first way that you can start making your own decisions and whatever that is. And then, yeah, doing that own inner work to unlearn certain things and recognize you existing is going to piss people off. So you might as well just live the way that you want to live. And I really feel um, so passionate about being authentic and finding your voice and expressing that. And also really passionate about what we're creating here and the message and the mission behind our voices because it's so much louder than DFW. It's so much louder than the people. That's just where we're starting. Exactly. And it's like it's so much louder than the people we're currently serving. It's really the energy, the un the the consciousness within our own movement, our own service to really serve this awakening of like, you get to be your own advocate. You get to be your own agency and you get to say what's a yes, what's a no. And that includes your dreams. Yeah. You know, I I didn't mean to, to get us off on a, on a tinfoil hat uh, <laughs> talk, which is well, good. Which I is think good. it was necessary, yeah. No, it's totally good. But the, the point that we're making here, you know, regardless of, of your any of your beliefs, right? Um, the point that Alexander's making, the point that Jessica's making, the point that I'm making is we want to impact. If you want to change the world, if you want to bring your vision to reality, that's going to require money. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you know what I mean? And especially in, in, in more conscious communities, like I was saying before, money can be very, very complex and very difficult. But with the mindset of the more in opulence that we can live in, the more tapped into our own abundance and prosperity. What happens when you take from abundance? What happens? There's still abundance. That's why it's abundance, right? Tapping into that, right? We want these people who envision a better world to have so much money that they don't, they don't, an overflowing, endless overflowing of money in their life. Why? Because they know what to do with it. They know how to vote with their dollar. They use those things to help a greater amount of people. And this is what we're talking, we're not talking about getting money and hustle and grind culture and just get that money so that we can have giant mansions and, and yachts. That's not what we're doing. We're trying to, to 
help facilitate ourselves and other leaders around us to start to create the reality that we seek, the reality that's in our vision. Mm. And we do that by being prosperous. We do that by, by transcending Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? We need to have our needs met. We can only serve from an overflowing cup. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that's what I'm talking about. I want to empower these people, the heart-centered people, you know, the people who are seeking to serve the world on a greater scale. We all need to be rich for a very important reason. And we will be supported by the universe for that reason. You know, but we have to meet halfway. And we want to give our community the tools that they need to be supported in that mission. And so, you know, to kind of full circle this conversation with both of you, because there, there may be people listening that really vibe with what we're talking about. Maybe they aren't in DFW. What would be some of y'all's tips for starting to create this movement, this, this vision wherever they are in their community. Maybe they don't have a community. Maybe they're listening and they're like, there's no one who, I I vibe with you guys, but there's no one around me who thinks like that. You know, what are some things that come up for y'all for starting to cultivate what we're trying to do um, for them? I would say first and foremost is there's always a community around. Um, I always even tell my clients to, I'm like, go on, (laughs) go on Eventbrite, go find a sound bath or something in the spiritual realm. And reason why is because when you're looking for conscious community, they're more cultivated. I have found in more of those settings of like mindfulness. Um, Also, there's, there's networking events somewhere, right? And so whether you have to go downtown, whether you have to go an hour away, get resourceful. Like there's always something available to you. And at the end of the day as well, if there's nothing in person, create something online. Cause there's so many, especially if you're listening right now and you're same thing, like this is amazing. I wish I was like in your area. You can create your own thing online or you can, like I first started like getting into communities as many as much as I could by just Facebook groups. And that just helped me like feel like minded. I think the thing here too is like you want to feel connected with and you want to feel that you're not alone in what you're doing and what you're trying to birth and create. So you need to be your own inner leader. You need to be your own activist here and go and find the thing, go find the Facebook groups, go find the event, right? events, go into your local areas of where you think that these people will be hanging out and just start making a name for yourself. So, you know, I'm not going to sugarcoat it and, you know, give you baby steps. Like you just have to be your own inner leader in that regard. And that has gotten me so far and it's been scary. It's been nerve wracking. Um, I remember when I reached out to Alexander via Instagram and I'm like, hi, I'm a stranger. I just moved here. Do you want to like hang out and collaborate? And he's like, 
Yeah. You know, and I was like, he could say totally, he could totally say no, but I'm going to shoot my shot because I have nothing to lose. And so having that confidence um, has really helped me. And then, hello, look where we're at two years later, year and a half, maybe. Um, So, yeah, I really think that you just need to go and get resourceful with what's available to you right now. And if it's not there, go create it, because I guarantee if you create it, someone else is going to be right there with you waiting, being waiting for you to create that. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree with Jessica. Um, because I think when I first started holding space publicly out in public spaces, I was, it was, I think after COVID, after the pandemic, but still in the pandemic. And I was so fucking tired of waiting I was tired of waiting. I had t- I had tools and things that I wanted to put to use, and I wasn't going to wait anymore. So I started learning Facebook Eventbrite and how to get myself out there. And I definitely did not feel qualified. I didn't feel educated enough. I didn't feel comfortable enough. But I sure as hell wasn't going to wait anymore. Mm-hmm. So I put myself in that fucking place to be to be that to be that change because I wanted to see it happening so I made it happen. I facilitated and held space for groups of 10, 20, 30, 50 people for sound baths. I'm not a I don't feel like I'm a great public speaker, but over time I've learned and grown and thankfully I feel like it's gotten better. <laughs> <laughs> but um it's yeah uh, i f- i truly feel just tapping into your heart space your your inner child and seeing what excites you yes putting yourselves in, in places that you might not feel comfortable in even though you've you probably never experienced it whether it's a drum circle or a sound bath or an ecstatic dance or something else i've never even heard of whatever it be if it speaks to you if it calls to you go go by yourself don't don't wait for anybody don't wait for society don't wait for your friends you'll be waiting forever yeah <laughs> and don't even wait until you feel ready because uh, my first horse trainer told me, if you wait till you're ready, you're never going to be ready. That's right. So I can't tell you how many times he stuck me on a horse and sent me into the show when I didn't feel like I was ready. Mm. And I did it anyways. Yeah. I did it anyways, came back. I was still alive. And I was like, mm. great. <laughs> I'm down to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, definitely just um, be more of a yes than a no. Mm. step into that uncomfortable space instead of staying in a comfortable space Mm. put yourself out there meet new people network explore and have fun have fun yeah be present breathe into those moments and those experiences into those people who come into your life because you've allowed that uncomfortable space into your space opportunity will come from it Where can people find you, Alexander, to connect with you? You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Eventbrite under Mystical Xander Vibes. Xander with an X. Heck yeah.
Jessica? Instagram is really where I hang out. TikTok, I play in there as well. Um, both handles are Jessica Marie Step. Come hang out and say hi. Mm. <laughs> yes. You have more offerings to come. Yeah. I have really exciting things coming up in the fall. A new group coaching program I'm so stoked about. Mm. Um, retreat planning. Um, things local that we're co-creating yeah. together. Um, yeah. 2024. It's going to be epic. Unbelievable. You know what uh, 2 plus 2 plus 4? Four equals eight. <laughs> Why did it take me so? <laughs> I was like, wait, two, eight, eight, yeah. I, I was that going, throw you I wasn't off for going, a second? Yeah. Okay. I wasn't going anywhere with that. Oh, so. what? Okay. Time, you know. I don't know the numerology actually. <laughs> number eight. Well, oh yeah. Well, sevens, we're all like in the past looking forward. That's where we're at right now. And I, I'm not sure when eight is either. I need to go dive into that, but. And uh, yeah, you can find me. I'm at uh, mad.awakening on Instagram. Uh, and you can find me by searching Mad Awakening on Facebook, madawakening.com. Um, yeah, I mostly hang out on Instagram though myself and I have my own group coaching program coming up, uh, shortly that I'm super excited about and just mo more motivated than ever, you know, I'm just more confident than ever. And so I'm like super excited to step into this, this new power and, uh, you know, share my light with the world. And I'm so grateful to the both of you, so much love for each of you. And, uh, as we, as we all birth this together and, um, just go down this journey together. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm so excited. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Flip the Switch on Life. Please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you appreciate the show, please jump over to iTunes, give us some stars. If you're feeling for it, write a review. And if you want to learn more about these topics that we discussed today, check out the show notes for more information, or you can also come hang out, shoot me a DM on Instagram. Instagram is Jessica Marie Step, and I will see you guys next week.